Je vais me faire un We're the rooftop of the square and we're here to watch a documentary, Sacred Water, produced and filmed in Rwanda, and it has something to do with squatting. Oh, I've lived in Rwanda. I know what it's about. The first thing I got told when I moved to Rwanda is a Rwandan woman can fill a glass to the brim with sacred water. And it turns out this is why there's plastic sheets on all the mattresses, because the ladies be out there showering everyone with their magic, magic water. People need to learn it. When you learn it, then you are okay. Today we are doing a bit of a different episode. We are going to tell you about this film, Sacred Water, talk to audiences, get their reactions, and also have a small chat with the director. This is Lulu, and you're listening to Real Talk 256. with a few friends to watch this film and it was actually I think the best documentary I've seen in a long time. I've met a few filmmakers in Uganda who are intent on telling the Uganda or the African stories. It's either child soldiers, FGM, you know poverty and this is such a nice nice story. It was so light-hearted it was extremely funny. What I liked about it though is the candid way it actually talked about sex you know and what the documentary is suggesting is that if a woman doesn't squat then the man is not doing it right when you are playing a guitar and then that sound what we enjoy from the guitar is the sound of the guitar so we enjoy that sound so it is that makes me and other men happy the film's inspiration comes from this Rwandese deep-rooted tradition of how Lake Kivu was formed. So the tale goes like, a long, long time ago, there used to be a queen. And she was so lonely and miserable because her king was away at war. So after a long time, she called the servant and asked him to make love to her. Of course he refused. He was so scared. And she told him, if you don't make love to me now, I'm going to kill you. So fearing for his life, he decided to make love to her, but he was so scared that he was trembling the whole time. So something to do with that trembling caused tremors, like in her body, and then it caused the sacred water to come out. And that's how Lake Kivu was created. So Vestine was the main character in the film and she actually brought all the life into the movie. Vestine has a radio show in Rwanda where she teaches women and men about sex and sexual pleasure. Vestine told us that this tradition was condemned by missionaries and it's her mission to bring it back into Rwandan culture. The thing about her is that she's come a long way. First, of course, she was ridiculed, you know, she got like criticism for like encouraging sex talk, but now she's one of the most respected people in the country. Actually, you found out that most of the women, African women, they think making love is for the men. And it's for us too, because oh, I have to enjoy it. Because when I'm making love with my husband, he tries everything for me to enjoy it. So what I can tell all the women, they deserve to enjoy that sweetest thing. I don't know how can you call it, but they deserve to enjoy it. It's good for you, and it's good for your husband. So that's where it comes from. Even from the top, I can take it. <laughs> 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 At 
the end of that documentary, we decided to get a few audience reactions. So you're not just getting this from us. Um, it made me think, wow, okay. I knew what I was doing, but I didn't know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> it was very strange how the younger girls had to tell like, the, old, the, the older lady about how they've been told that it's not right or they've been told that like it's a sin or something like that. And yeah, and how easy it is to lose culture, like within one generation. To make the rivers <laughs> run again. <laughs> I love the film, it's very eye-opening. You know, it's normal, in a lot of situations you normally get people shying away from the topic of sex when it comes to women, but among men it's like, oh, let's talk about this because we are entitled to this. So this is very eye-opening and I support this whole movement, you know. For me, I thought it was beautiful because I, um, I would say, like in certain African cultures, at least in, in my experience, sex is not something you talk about. It's very taboo. It's not explicit at all. And coming from Somalia myself, uh, the idea of female pleasure is taken away from a lot of young people at a very young age, uh, especially in the rural areas. FGM uh, is a big problem, uh, and uh, having a film like this, where it's actually ingrained in the culture, it was it was actually very surprising. Very, very surprising, so yeah. Do you think it's really a cultural thing that makes the water come? Like, if you believe it, does it come? I have a really terrible theory that's sexist. And I think it, uh, it comes from uh, the triggers for the waters uh, are based on stimulation. And uh, human beings in like cities are far too stimulated, so it takes a lot more to stimulate someone and get the nerves to kind of get that sort of reaction. But a 15-year-old girl in the village, uh, maybe it's just enough stimulation to see a man on his knees. I had never thought about that. I have an experience of myself. Um, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm, I'm not a moderate lover. I'm just more like a, a conservative lover. You know, just really all like the A and just B like stuff. Just the shoulders? Just areolas and a little bit of like light whispering. Every now and then, I'll bring like a, an ice cube into it and some Boys to Men CD. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, listen, guys, I want to experience it. I want someone to like just do it once so I can be like, huh. That's what that is. Salty. <laughs> <laughs>
and I didn't know when doing it that, that it would be touching so many people. It's true that we have to change the image of what we think Africa is. If you want, you can change reality by changing the imagery. So, Mr. Olivier, yes. as a filmmaker, how has your sex life changed after this documentary? So, of course, uh, I like to, to use it, and it's it's a, it's a nice uh, way of lovemaking. But it's not. I'm not only focusing on on this. So, did the film teach you anything about? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, it taught me a lot of things. But I don't want to say that it changed my sex life. It made me discover in uh, how much the female pleasure is something underrated and not uh, to, not uh, concentrated on it and it's so important i mean it, it's it's just uh, the base the base of your relationship if you have a, a happy sex you can have a happy relation and it's like a happy country you know it, it's so important to to please and to discuss and to talk and what i learned more is is it's not a technique, it's about talking to your partner and discussing, discussing, discussing. What you like, what you don't like, how should I do? And it's learning together and something will work with one person and not with the other. At least that's how I see it. It's not a, a mechanical thing. Please, please go online and look at Sacred Water. There's an amazing trailer there. And if in a few months it will be available online and on DVD already here in Kampala. This is Lulu and you're listening to Real Talk 256. Thank you for listening and keep sharing. <laughs> keep that water coming. And I have some good news. So one of our very own, actually our own, our only sex therapist, Brian is getting married. You might remember Brian from the second episode that we did, the sex therapist who was really, really lonely. Now, we did that interview just two months ago, but then I called Brian. I won't tell you why. And he actually told me that he's getting married. We'll follow up on that and keep you posted with a phone call. Brian, if you're listening, congratulations. We are so happy for you and we hope we are invited to the wedding.